Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching the Get Your Mind Right podcast. I'm Brian Mendenhall, President and CEO of Family First Life Central Division. Guys, please like, comment, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or any other place you watch your podcast. Enjoy, guys. Thanks for watching. Hey, guys. Thank you for joining us on the Get Your Mind Right podcast. I have a special guest, Kurt Buxton. The crowd goes wow. Appreciate you jumping on, man. Hey, I kind of want to go right into it. Um, I, I truly believe this is an industry where, like, anybody that cares about helping people, likes helping people, and really doesn't doesn't mind challenging people, can be successful here. So, I kind of want to know a little bit about your background, how you kind of stumbled into insurance, and how you found us here. If you wouldn't mind sharing, real quick. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, born and raised out here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Went to Ohio State uh, for a fashion merchandise degree. Did that for a couple of years. Um, really kind of stumbled into the insurance when I was working for a corporation where just really wasn't uh, working out the way I wanted it to. And a buddy of mine, he opened up an agency where um, he had asked me to come work there for a little bit. Ultimately, I, I kind of looked down on it at that point in time in my life because I was like, first of my family to graduate, I really was wanting to use that degree. So it really didn't change for me until I, my buddy had, you know, showed us one of his, one of our friends a uh, year in tax statements. And I was able to see that he made a considerable amount of money uh, selling uh, auto and home insurance. Cause that's, that's where I started off at. So I eventually went over there, worked at that company for about three years, did really well, uh, was one of the top agents here in the state of Ohio. And then I moved over to a brokerage that, you know, kind of gave me a little bit more of a, uh, broader range because at the time I was a captive agent. So I did that for about another three years until my fiance Dana, who uh, is the recruiter for Omar Mitchell for FFL Midwest. She started working with Omar about a year ago. Uh, she started off as a recruiter and she basically every day I came home from work, you know, she would just talk to me about the business and she'd just be like, yo, it's just, you know, this company is really amazing. I'm seeing a lot of people helping a lot of families doing a lot of great things. You should, you know, you should really think about it. Now, prior to this, she had done a little bit of life insurance herself with a, one of those practice companies. And I saw the type of brutal situations she had to go through, you know, like the door knocking, all that stuff. And I didn't realize that that atmosphere compared to what here at FFL is completely different. So obviously saw that, you know, the, the amount of families that people were helping. And I saw the people that are doing it like Omar, you know, a couple other guys that, you know, we'll, we'll name right now, but I just saw myself and I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. So eventually, and about, it was like the last weekend of September, I took a week off. And my first, my decision was I was going to go do it part-time. I was like, you know, I'll go out there in the field for a week, see how these things go. And I think I, I went out in the field for a week. And in the first two days, I helped about two and a half families. And that was like a third of what I made in a, an entire month. And I was like, wow. okay, this is serious. This is serious. So I just decided, I was like, you know, honestly, I was like, when am I actually going to do this? I was like, I got two kids at home. I got a fiance. You know, if I, if I use that other job as a crush, when am I actually going to take the time to do what I need to do to be successful? And I was like, I just got to do it. I just got to jump all in, sink or swim. You know, I can't fail my family. I got to take care of my family. So that's what I did. And, and that's, that's honestly how I got it. It's just kind of world, a whirlwind of uh, just all in all just lined up perfectly. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So you said something there and I don't want to like, let, let this blow over or kind of not let somebody see what you said. So you said Dana, Dana had already experienced the life insurance world, but I guess with yeah. another practice company, correct? And you said it was absolutely brutal. And at that time, you're like, I don't know. I don't want none of that, right? 
So talk talk to me about, because she obviously came over. She saw what people were doing here. But now you firsthand get to see it just, you know, right out of somewhere else. What what was your experience when you kind of jumped in versus her experience at that other company? Yeah, I mean, her experience, I mean, prime example, when I first jumped in, I had money in my account within 24 to 48 hours later. You know, as she was coming in, we were investing a lot of money into the, into her business. But even when she did help the family, it was minuscule. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't making out. So it was, you know, in this business, in order to help families, you got to be able to help yourself as well, too. And it was making it almost impossible for us to continue to run that business, which we obviously eventually had to step away from it. Whereas here at Family First Life, as soon as you go out there and help families, it gives you the ability to help your family and continue helping families, so on and so forth. It was it was night and day. So so basically, for somebody watching that doesn't really understand the ins and outs, commission level was a lot higher. Is that what you're saying? She got paid the lion's share from the work that she did. And then when she went out to help someone or you went out to help someone within 24 to 48 hours, that lion's share deposit was then in your account. Which, which allows you to then use the money to do whatever you want, fund your business, buy more leads, help other people, travel, gas, whatever. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Uh, that, is, that is correct. All right, cool. So being that you came in to do that, everybody has struggles. This is called the Get Your Mind, you get your mind Right podcast, right? It's called the Get Your Mind Right podcast for a reason, because even when you go through hard times, there has to be a way to reset, jump back on track. Have you ever hit hard times where, Things seem rough or you seem down or you might seem down and out, but you know, you got to get over it. If you did, how did you get, how did you, how'd you overcome what you were going through? Absolutely. I mean, the, the thing that I think we have to be realistic within this company uh, is you can come in and help a lot of families real, real quick. And it will allow you to turn your family's situation around too, but chargebacks are a thing. So I did, I, I got into the business right around the holiday season. So I came in, you know, actually started taking off doing pretty well, you know, helping a considerable amount of families. And then all right at once, I got hit with like, it just seemed like all the chargebacks came at the same time. And the thing about it is, is you, you do, you have, if this is something that you're going to make a career and you want to do this to help families and also help yourself, there's no other option other than to just, you know, dig your heels in and, and keep pushing forward. You know, if that means you have to write with other carriers, whatever, but you have to find a way to do it. And that's just what my mindset was. It was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I called up Omar plenty of times and just like, you know, you know, complain, but you know, ultimately at the end of the day, we, we came up with a, you know, a plan. Uh, and that's a thing that I love about this company is too, is like everybody here is in it to help each other. You know what I mean? So if you're really looking to make this a business, there's, you, there's no, there's no way you can tell me that you're not going to find somebody to be able to help you, whether it's your upline, someone else from a different upline, and you just gotta, you know, do it. And that's that's all I could, that's all I could do is just do it. I love how raw and you know how real you are because I still hear you saying upline and stuff. That's from your practice company. Yeah, so yeah, your yeah. partners, your partners and your managers you're working with are willing to help I you out. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I love it because people people need to see that rawness and that realness. So I love the open door policy where if you have something you're struggling with, you can come to a manager. They're willing to help you. They're willing to, you know, and, and you said complain. You didn't mean complain. What, what you meant is you would bring a, a problem up, a concern, 
and you would say, hey, this is what I think I might do. I don't give me some help. And then he might give you a suggestion. And then from there, you're able to change, switch from what, what you were doing to something else and see results. See, let's say a brand new agent came in and they're having problems with chargebacks. One of the best things I'm talking to them about is obviously we fix little fine things, right? But then we talk about if you're helping 10 families a week, every week, you're protecting 10 families a week, every week, the one or two, maybe even three, if you had a really bad week that fall off are never going to hurt you. It's, it's, it's impossible. I did a training in California and I talked about if you're helping 10 families a week, every week, hands down. Would everybody's situation be better? And they're like, yeah, like people are screaming, right? <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Man, talk to me a little bit about, because I, I know you leave from the front like crazy. What's the reason that you go so hard? Because right now you're crushing it. I've seen the numbers of that, that you're actually putting up. I've seen the amount of families that you help consistently. What's the reason you're working so hard right now? My family. Uh that's that's it. I mean, it's a very cut and dry answer. You know, I, my fiance Dana, she's obviously in the business with me. She's on the recruiting side, um, and then my two my two children, Charlie and Burke. Yeah, you know, they're they're my drive. They're the reason why I do what I do. You know, I I just it's for them, my family. Ultimately, I just want to help my family, and then it's like a double edged sword because at the end of the day, I'm I'm getting to put my family in a better position, uh, position that I didn't grow up in. But then I'm helping families as well, too. So it, it feels great. But that's that's why I do what I do. So I asked you that for a reason. And I, I knew you were going to say something on the lines of helping your family. But I think you're going to be approaching shortly a period where the money is cool. Helping your family's cool. You're going to come across something else where you have more money than you've ever had. And you're going to get to a point where it's more than enough. And then you, I can tell that you're just not a person that makes decisions based on your bank account, right? What, what are you going to do when you've got all the money that you can use? What are you going to do when you hit that point? Why will you then work so hard? I think then as that's, that's when it will get exciting when I know that I'll have the ability to change other people's lives. And when I say change other people's lives, it's like literally take them and change their life, put them in a situation that they never could have dreamed of. Uh, the situations that you're doing right now, like Mark does, that Trollio does, like that's when it will really, because once you said, once I get to that level and it's like money's not an option anymore, my, my family's taken care of, I can take care of my extended family if I wanted to. When it gets to that point and then I can start reaching out to people that I don't know and start blessing them, I think that's when the real gratif gratification will actually come. You know what I mean? Because taking care of your family is going to be great and you're always going to do that. It's going to feel good, but when you can do that and help other people that you don't know. And then those people are like, Oh my God, thank you. Like that's, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. Hey, I'm going to blow your mind real quick. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. You're already helping a lot of people that you don't realize you're helping. You leave from the front right now. We have a live dial tel telesales program where we got 30, 40, 60, a hundred agents on live dials. And a lot of times you're unmuted. People are hearing you. People are hearing you do one call closes where you'll call someone. They'll give their objections over the phone. But these these are the same people that filled out a form, right? They wanted life insurance. They wanted information. They watch you. They watch you book and they watch you help people right over the phone. You're inspiring other people. You're empowering other people, teaching them how to go out and help their families. And guess what? You get zero, zero. You don't get anything from it. You're not getting paid to train these people. 
So you're already doing what you inspire to do on a higher level. So I think you mean like what I'm doing as far as flying around the country, pouring into people, you're going to be able to do that same thing also. But right now, you're already doing it, brother. You set yourself on fire. People are coming around to watch you burn. And it's exciting. Let's break down now a little bit of psychology about what you do because you're crushing it on the phones. Talk to me a little bit about the psychology on the phones when you're talking to these clients, how you're getting them to move and how you take control. If you can break some of that down. Yeah. Um, it, so back at well, one of the other companies, uh, we, we, I just cold called all the time. So you had to find a way to bring somebody's guard down. So that way they're not immediately ready to jump off the phone with you. And, and some of that is, you know, tricking the client, uh, I'll call it. So I usually, my script is I'll, I'll call somebody and I'll say, Hey, we spoke a little while back, you know, I was essentially like, Hey, you know, um, Brian, uh, you know, we spoke a little while back. Do you remember that? It was a couple months ago. You might not remember. And what that's doing is that's making them stop to think, one, does this person's voice sound familiar? Do I remember talking to anybody? And a lot of people, because they don't like confrontation, will say, yeah. So instead of saying no, they'll say, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. So then that way you got them on the phone. And then at that point, I just go into my next field where I'm like, hey, you, you filled out this form a little while back. You know, ultimately, I'm just getting back to you because you 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 filled it out. We haven't got to close it out. I just want to get it closed out so that we can stop giving you calls and get the information that uh, you requested. And then I'll jump right into it. Now, refresh my memory. When you when you filled this form a little while ago, was it something that you were looking for yourself or were you looking for someone else? Can you refresh my memory? At that point in time, they're still on the phone with me. They're, they're still talking. They're giving me this information. And so... I get that from them. They tell me, oh, it's for me. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Well, there's typically one of the reasons when somebody, you know, goes looking for life insurance coverage. It's either one, they don't have any and they're looking to get some because ultimately they don't want to be a, a Facebook GoFundMe ad. Two, they have some and they're looking to be a blessing to their family and love them. They want to leave a little bit more money behind. Or three, there's some type of a loan that they're trying to protect like a mortgage or, uh, or a, a car loan. Which one of those three do you follow? And then I'll let them tell me, and then I kind of just go through the process and let them know, like, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a broker. Obviously, just to remind you, I'm a broker. I've got about, I'll just, I'll throw a, a number out there just to make it sound. But I'm like, you know, we got 40 different A-rate insurance companies. Um, and then just kind of go into the process of, you know, what we'll do, you know. And, and that's how I, that's how I do my script right now. And that's how I've been a little bit successful. Um, obviously, I just moved over to the, uh, doing the tele, I mean, telesales, but that's ultimately how got gained most of my success. So you make it seem like it's not a big deal at all, which is cool. It's, you know, you, you minimize it again and yeah. minimizing it makes it where I think anybody can go out and actually be successful. That's willing to minimize it. Right. But one, one thing that you also do, which I'm huge on is you create structure. Yeah. People, people like to be led. And if, if you're leading people, for example, agents like to come in day one having a system, right? They want to plug in. They know they have leads. They know they have free training. They know they don't sign contract. They know what they're doing. You're just using that same concept, but on the phone with somebody that filled out a request for information. So they're, so they're saying, Hey, I need help. And then you're saying, here's the blueprint. Boom, 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 boom. All on the phone. Done. Cover with insurance. Now, do do you believe that anybody that's willing to, to to get their teeth kicked in a little bit can do something like what you just said? Absolutely. I mean, 100%. I mean, for the first full month in the field, when I was in the field, that's all I did. Crash and burn the whole time. You know, squeezed out a couple, you know, helped a couple families here and there, but it wasn't anything. And then that second month that I was officially here is when I, I – 
I stopped overcomplicating things. And that's where I really think it, where things change for me is because I think people come into this business thinking that it's like rocket science and it actually is as easy as it is. It's just helping families and just finding a way to listen and determine how you can best help that family and just allowing it to be that. And that's all it is. Because when you try to make it more than what it is, that's when you overcomplicate it. That's when you confuse the clients. That's when the clients feel confused and then they don't feel like they can trust you. Because if you come off confusing, then they're not going to trust you. And that's the only thing they're looking for to buy from you. They want to be able to trust you and like you. Those are the only two things. And if you mm -hmm. confuse them out the gate, liking you regardless ain't going to be a matter because they're, they're confused at that point in time. Confu confused minds don't do anything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, taking it back to the, on the agent side, right? I'm an agent. I've been in this industry for a couple of years, haven't had success. Or I'm a brand new agent that just started a week ago, two days ago, what would you tell me? What would you tell me to guide me in the right direction and not overcomplicating it, not making it this elaborate thing and just keeping it simple? How would you structure my getting started in the industry? Getting started, I, I highly recommend getting into things that are going to make it easier for you to be more successful. Things like uh, auto dialers, you know, some, something that where you can just take all those leads that you buy, plug them in, you know, simplify it. Um, I, I recommend, uh, you know, getting a script and then getting it down packed, make, getting to the point where it sounds like a broken record. Because I think whenever you're, when I'm calling somebody and I go through the same thing and I say the same, I say the same joke every time at the same point in time. The reason I do that is because I don't want to constantly be trying to think about, all right, what am I saying next? Because you got some people that want to make phone calls and try to have a different conversation with a different person. It's like, why not have that same conversation with a different person if it worked on the last two? You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. using a script, staying consistent, sounding like a broken record and investing in yourself and investing in what you need to do to be more successful. That's what I would recommend uh, to somebody um, that's been in the business for a few years and just hasn't had success because they're, they're probably doing something that wasn't working and continue to do that. And if it's like if it's not working, you, you need to change it. You need to readjust, you know, adjust fire. And then somebody coming in new, kind of like myself, I'm, you know, just over six months being in the business. I'd recommend doing those things, like I said, investing in yourself and, and, and getting things down to where it's like, you, you sound like a broken record at the end of the day. <laughs> that's, that's literally what I tell anybody I'm talking about. Sound like a broken record. You're going to annoy yourself for how much you say the same thing over and over again. But that's how I was having my success. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you say, hey, if it's not working, I need to redirect and figure something else out, right? Yeah. So, for example, you probably also tell me, hey, I'm on live dials every day. Come watch me. Right. So I'd come in and watch and see what you're doing because you're on there leading from the front. Kurt, man, your heart's huge. You give back like crazy. If somebody watched this and they said, man, this guy's energy is through the roof. You know, this guy's passion is through the roof. Like I can feel your passion for wanting to help people. I can feel you wanting to get to the spot where you don't worry about money anymore, but not for the money. I really feel like you really want to be there so that you could just help more people. Does that make sense? So I'm one of these people. I'm watching you right now. I want to. I want to get involved with what you're doing, your movement. How How do I get a hold of you, and how do I work with you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can reach me directly. My uh, My direct phone number is six one four eight zero six four five nine seven. My email is Kurt Buxton. That's K U R T B U X T O N at fflmidwest.com. Hey man, I appreciate everything that you're really doing. Like you're really blazing the trail. 
And it's cool to see people been around for 10 years, crushing it and doing really good. But it's something different about a new person coming in and just like setting new records and helping more people than ever and getting uncomfortable and leading from the front. See, leader, lead, leadership is not given, it's taken. People take leadership. You took the leadership by jumping on the phone and unmuting in front of other people. Had to be uncomfortable, but you didn't care and you still just served. Man, I just want to say thank you for all you do. Anything you need from me, please reach out. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me.